I'm Vince Roca. Did he say Venti Mocha? And I'm Michael Hutchinson. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I still have a smile on my face from that. <laughs> a smile on your face from uh, <laughs> your, your son getting messed up? <laughs> it's broken. Uh, <laughs> it's, we, it just cracks me up still. Uh, as it should. How, how is your boy? Uh, apparently he's doing pretty good. He is, um, well, I told you before, he's not no longer going to school. He's doing the baseline thing. He has completely dropped out of school. He has completely dropped out. They are now doing the DJing thing. Well, trying to do it like a full-time like gig now. They just recently got um, on campus. There was a bar it used to be called Monty's on San Diego State campus. Now it's called OG's or Augie's. I'm not sure. It's O-G-G-I. <laughs> uh, anyway, on Thursday. such an old person to say. <laughs> Thing to say. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's I spelled this way, but I don't know what it is. Uh, well, because I don't. Uh, so anyway, so he said they now currently work there. They just did it last Thursday. Everyone really liked them there. They're on Thursday on campus from 6 to 10. And I'm like, so are you getting paid for this? He's like, well, <laughs> he's like, we get an open tab and free pizza. <laughs> so at least I know he's eating once a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, and it, well, an open tab. So he's probably drinking a and lot. And he'll be then. drinking a lot. Yeah. And he can probably take pizza home, so he at least has two days of food, maybe. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's how he's doing. He came up yes, or came up. Of course, woke me up in the middle of the night on Wednesday night. Came into the house about three thirty after work at the club, and then um, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to go to the beach to Santa Barbara. His buddy's supposed to be there at ten to pick him up." I'm like, "All right." So I get back at four from my golf game with one of my fraternity brothers. And Daniel's still there. I'm like, yeah, I thought you were supposed to be going. He's like, oh, yeah. It's, um, yeah, they haven't shown up yet. I'm like, it's a beach party, right? He's like, yeah, in Santa Barbara. It's like an hour and a half away. And what time was this? Four. Nice. <laughs> Those friends got there like 10 minutes after I did, and they took off. So I, I'm assuming uh, it's a beach party that's going on later on in the evening. So other than that, he seems like he's doing well. Well, good. Yeah. Good. So his leg seems to be better. And well, yeah, well, he's, oh, is he walking normally now? Yeah, he is. He's doing a lot of exercise. There's no, there's no effect. Can you, can you not tell, or can you tell that he had? No, you can't. And he he says very, yeah, very rarely does he feel any pain anymore. Well, that's good. And how's the, uh, the daughter? Uh, yep. She's having nice. (laughs) Is is she still, she's still, still dating our number one fan. Absolutely. Um, you know, we can give him a call anytime. He's he's always excited to be on the air. Oh, did he say that? <laughs> he did. Sean. Well, well because uh, you know he he uh, what, but he made a comment about an application for being your best friend. Oh, <laughs> when did he make that comment? I, I forgot what the thing was, but you said something about your accepting applications, so he's pretty excited about. Well, th- this <laughs> yeah, this was back. We were playing poker, and I said I don't know what I what the story was when we were playing <laughs> poker, either. but uh, I had said something like I wish people would apply to be my best friend. Someone in the news was someone was taking applications to be your, their best friend or something, and uh, TJ was like, "I'll apply to be your best friend or something, something like that." Yeah, so he's pretty excited about that. So, so he, he really would like to fill out an application. He'd like to fill out an application, go through the interview process of being <laughs> right. my best friend. Um, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, oh, I was going to say, Sean, uh, you had a you had a party at your house. What the hell? It wasn't the was it a party or gathering because heaven refers to him as gathering. Oh yeah. It was a gathering. It was a kickback. It was a kickback. I had a kickback at your house and I was chatting with Sean and, uh, he, he wanted to do, to be on the podcast. He wanted to be a guest, um, which I had kind of explained to him that we don't really have guests. We had Tom as a fill in 
uh, really. And then I guess we did the one episode of the three of us together, but that was more so because your ass was gone for three months and I didn't want to go three months without podcasting. So That's, I drug Tom yeah. into it. Well, well, we're at river we're at the river. Why don't we see if TJ and Sean will fill in for us? Oh, just come here and, and do Well, <laughs> you mean while we're in Europe? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking that we needed more games to play on the show. So if Sean truly is a listener and is listening to this right now, maybe Sean could come up with uh, some fun game that we could play on the air and then he could call in and we that, he, that would be his guest version. Ah. Sean could be our game master. But if TJ's listening and TJ wants to beat Sean to the punch and, and is really looking for that application as best friend, then he could. Uh, that move, may move him up to the front of the line? Maybe. I listen to uh, Adam Carolla's podcast on a daily basis. Uh, on my way to work, on my way home. And they play this awesome game. Rotten, uh, a guy from Rotten Tomatoes comes in and he names movies. Uh, and, you know, you're probably familiar with Rotten Tomatoes. Movie has like 89% fresh, yeah. which essentially means it's got an 8.9 out of 10. It's, it's the same as like an IMDb scale, but whatever they call it, percent fresh. Seems confusing to me because does that mean 89% other people think it's bad or 89% of the people like it, like 89% are rotten. Like I find that whole thing because it's rotten tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Until I convert it to a decimal, like literally when someone's uh, like 8.9. Okay, yes. <laughs> when someone's like this movie is a, uh, is 59% fresh. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, it's a 5.9. Anyway. So they come in and they mention movies or they talk about movies. Uh, and they'll throw a movie out there and then everybody has to guess what its uh, number is. And it's like the Price is Right game. Who's closer to it wins. So that's a pretty epic game, but we would just be outright stealing it from them. So we can't go with that. But there's an idea for TJ or Sean uh, if they if they want to come up with a game or uh, I mean, we used to just play and I guess still do. Uh, would you rather? That's true. That's a fun one, which which that's an option as well. Or Mary, you could call us like Mary F. Kill or something like that. So those are those opportunities for Sean and TJ. All right. Well, <clears throat> for those listeners out there. Yeah, cool. Tabby mentioned something about earlier also uh, about, uh, I guess she's all done with our podcast now. She's like, we need more. We need more. She's pretty excited about getting more out there. We're caught up as of last week. And this episode that we're doing on a Sunday will actually go up tomorrow. So my my goal is is to just fucking put them up immediately. All right, pound them out. Yeah, just are we gonna are we gonna be able to do it in Europe? Uh, probably not. And I certainly wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't have the means to upload them. Not to, even on the yeah. iPhones. We were not able to. It would sound like shit. It. Um, I did find out from my wife. It was very sweet. Something that she said. She, uh, I told her I was like, oh, or actually, she looked at her iPhone and she's like, oh, there's a new podcast up. And she says, good, I can listen to it tomorrow. It calms me in the morning. And I was like, what? And she's like, when I listen to you, your guys' podcast on the way to work, I'm, it calms me. And I was like, oh, that's very nice. It is. <laughs> I, on the other hand, listen to Adam Carolla. And <laughs> I don't know. It, it calms you? I don't know. Does Adam calm you? I guess. I mean, uh, it's, you know, I, I guess I shouldn't be talking about his show because then people will listen to him. But he we sucks. Only, it's a total horrible We only do one a week. want to listen to that. He does. They do an hour, hour and a half every day, sometimes two hours. Um Morning radio format. I don't know if you've ever listened to the show, but uh, he's got uh, two side, a, a news girl and a sidekick, basically. Uh, and they do uh, uh, like whatever's on Adam's mind for the first segment. 
then they bring in a guest and then um, sometimes they'll do viewer calls in the first segment and then or listener calls, viewer calls, listener calls. And then they do news at the end. They do two or three news stories. It's a nice format. Keeps me up to date on things that you know might be going on. But he does it Sunday through Thursday night. Does one every night. So it's like an hour to two hours, five days a week. He's producing, you know, ten hours of material on that one podcast. Well, that's possible. It, it's totally possible. It's it's way start doing it? Uh no. <laughs> uh no. No. no, I mean, how in the world could we? We can't. We would have to do them. You, you, we'd have to do it every night, Our which is what he does. Send us a thousand dollars a piece. And hey, he committed. I mean, he, he, he determined that he's been doing this for a while. He's got a lot of listeners, but he determined that te- terrestrial radio was dead. He dumped a bunch of money into a studio, which we have a new studio now. It is very nice studio, nice couch. I like it. Brand new studio with a couch. Um, we're no longer sitting in the dining room across from each other, but actually have a. A, a permanent place. I have a home. The only thing that is missing, which I would love to have, is an on-air sign, like a sign that lights up <laughs> lights in here that up. says that we're on air. That would be epic. But just so everybody knows, and a red light outside. Uh, but he uh, he invested in a podcast studio and just started doing it every day, and you know that brought on the listeners and it brought on the sponsors. So, so he has commercials through it throughout it then? Yeah, and he does really smart. Um he reads live reads. All, almost all of his commercials are not pre-recorded. He'll just be talking and they'll be talking about uh you know, you were just mentioning the the Rubik's cube and it'll be like speaking of the Rubik's cube, smart mouth and start going into this uh this thing, which I figured we need sponsors. So we have a sponsor now. I love me some pop chips. Working in TV has taught me a lot about snack food. Pop chips. Pop chips, pop motherfucker. Chips. Uh, like it or not, pop chips can become our sponsor. Uh, I believe we talked about that in the past. Pop chips? Yeah, didn't we talk we about have. That's yet. why pop chips should sponsor <laughs> this, <laughs> should. this podcast. Because who doesn't love pop chips? Uh, also, I think we need to class the show up. So I figure we I'll should do I'll start wearing a tie, I guess. I mean, if, if I must. You could, you could do it that way. Um, but I also thought maybe we would read time and temperature. Oh yeah. So it's two forty eight, seventy nine degrees outside. Uh, there we go. So there we go. Uh, we're we're done. So any, awesome. Anytime there's a lull, just <laughs> feel free to throw time and temperature out there. Um what else is going on? Uh let's see. I just came back from my very first country music festival. I'm not even a big country music fan. I didn't know well, the only artist I've ever heard of that was there was Big and Rich not Big and Rich, sorry, was a Blake Shelton. Because he's on the voice. All right. It was actually. It was, I know he is a good-looking guy, isn't he? Married to he's married to like Faith Hill or something, or isn't he married no, to someone? That, isn't Garth Brooks married to? I Faith don't know. Hill? They're all aren't they all the same? Are they they are where they are. Literally, but, aren't they? He, he was he was a lot of fun on stage, and he at one point he's like, "And I'm going to go back to my roots and put on this cowboy hat with a mullet on it." Which oh, nice! Because <laughs> back in the day, everybody, nice. all the cowboys had the mullets. Um, so it was a lot of fun out there. We did. Um, one day. Where is uh, out there? Uh, it was in Florence, Arizona. You went to Florence, Arizona? Florence, Arizona. It's like 60 miles south of Phoenix, I believe. And you, it's like, a, I don't know, it's like a Lollapalooza or a... It's like a Coachella for Coachella, country. okay. Only you camp there. Like, everybody's out in the middle of nowhere. You go 60 miles out. There's no hotels or anything like that. So you actually physically camp. So there's a bunch of campsites. And- is the campsite 
do you watch the performance, the stage performance no, from your campsite? No, okay. the campsite's on the outside. Okay, so, so there's to, like, you're, you camp in the parking lot, and then you, you go into a different venue to watch, yeah, and you stand no around. Lot, this is just like a field that someone has turned into. You stand in a field venue. and watch country music performed. Yeah. All right. Now you've Which been seems to Co- perfect, doesn't it? You've been to watch to, country music in a field in, a f- in Arizona. Uh, you've you've been to Coachella, right? I've never been to Coachella, but I'm, you've been to like music festivals. Yeah, these these festivals. festivals. Uh, okay, so how? So tell me about it. How did it differ? What? What's well, this what? because everyone's like camps. There's all these RVs. Um, it's kind of Burning Man ish, the way everybody is to each other. You're like, all hey, right. I'm just kind of walk down. You know, have drinks and drinking games with everybody and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of the fighting and that kind of stuff. Does Burning Man have fighting? No, not Burning Man does. But some of the other, yeah. like Coachella, I've heard has a lot of, uh, a lot of teen angst. Country music doesn't really seem like it has that much. But anyway, we, there's a lot of drinking games. Country music is like fucking barroom bla- brawls no, and not. riding about the drinking, bowls having and... a good time, and loving everybody. That's what country music is. I thought it was <laughs> and loving your dog. I thought it was all and the things. I have never seen your life was. so much American stuff. Everyone Go has the American. American. That's right. Has your flag going? Don't tread on me. All um, that kind of stuff. You but went, it was, it was you went with fun. a you went with a girl that you met at the river. I met I, I went with uh, three girls that I met at the river. Yeah, and, but and who's, their mom. The, who's the one that was at your kickback? Uh, oh, that was Danny. Oh, uh, the other day Danny was there, and but, but the but, she brought but, her boyfriend, and she brought her boyfriend, and her boyfriend at your barbecue. Uh, as Deanna was sitting there, was talking about killing cougars and eating them or something, or killing. Mountain lions, kill mountain, mountain lions. Mountain lions. He's them. he's a big hunter. He's he's yeah. a big yeah, big well, hunter. Too. Danny has her own gun, has her pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I, she's she's uh, into the hunting. Yeah. He doesn't kill anything. It's not like, um, you know, that, that you're not allowed to. He's not like just out there a game hunter type thing. No, and, I, and he does eat everything that he kills. No, I get it. And I mean, Deanna is a meat eater, and I'm a meat eater, and we understand that the animals need to die. And it was nice to hear that, like, they cook them. They have like a big fucking pit cookout and stuff and everybody brings your own game yeah 10 by 10 it it was nice i mean don't get me wrong i mean like i say we're both meat eaters it was nice to eat but i also don't fucking want to hear about it it's weird to hear about yeah i'm I'm a great wide hunter i went out there and i shot to kill i killed a little fucking yeah i forgot how that whole conversation it was a strange conversation but as much as like i i mean i drink coffee and i love coffee i don't want to hear the story of how you fucking picked coffee <laughs> just as exciting, fucking man. stupid as that is i don't want to hear how you killed an animal it's like me i'll gladly got out the big 30 30 and shot it right between the eyes and then a fucking ate fuck i don't give a shit yeah i i can't do that I, I love meat but i can't go out and kill an animal i would never go i could i couldn't do that i mean you know i'd say i wouldn't say never because if it was between me and the animal and i was starving the fucker would die i was watching a well on one of the i was subbing for one of my teachers on my campus and he was watching um our daily bread you ever heard about that one? No. It is. I, I want to say it's from Germany, and there's no dialogue in it, but it, it it just shows you how processed meat is made and processed food and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it shows the slaughtering of the cows and how the chickens are kept and stuff like that. I'm you know, I'm watching it and going, I don't want to see this, but it's making me hungry. <laughs> right. So I'm joking with the kids. I'm like, oh, should I have chicken or steak tonight? No, I don't know. I mean, it's sad. I don't want to. I honestly, I don't want to see it. And it is sad the way they're treated. Right. But on the other hand. How are we going to feed all these people with with meat? Because uh, meat meat is yummy. Meat is yummy. And speaking of meat being yummy, uh, I don't know. We're in California, and California is in a drought. Did you have you seen these different numbers that have come up on what it costs to uh, 
grow f- uh, various nuts and fruits, and then of course meat. I have not seen. That. I've seen the, uh, the like well, I've, the one I've seen is like avocado takes like seven point something gallons per avocado. Yeah, avocado is huge. Walnuts are one of the worst. Walnuts is like nine gallons per nut, which is each, just, each little nut. Each nut. Because you're, you're watering I a tree. Of, I, I get rid of walnuts and I'd be fine. You're, you're watering a tree. I, well, that's, Almonds, I, I like almonds. Walnuts, yeah, they get rid of almonds. Almonds are like half of that. They're like four and a half gallons or something there we per go. almond. Need almonds. Good protein. But the thing about almonds and walnuts and a lot of these things is if it's going to take that much water, maybe don't grow them here. Maybe not. Maybe California <laughs> isn't the place to grow almonds. And if you ever travel up, I believe it is it the five or the the ninety. Yeah, the five. The five. You see right? all the signs off the side of the freeway. Yeah, yeah. there's miles and miles of these trees. There, uh, yeah, and then there's a whole war on water, and uh, I don't know the way that water is used. I don't know. I don't really care. All I care about is that, like, um, I I can go the rest of my life without having an, a walnut, especially at nine gallons per nut. Right. I, I got no problem with that. But. Uh, I, I just don't see why they need to be grown here. Like it's like 90% of the uh, countries, the nation's uh, supply of walnuts come from California. Isn't that a little fucking stupid? Like so grow we them just, somewhere so else. We were just to cut off the walnuts. It would save a lot of water. We, we would no longer be in a drought. I, well, the thing about California, okay. 80% of our water is used for produce, for uh, agriculture, yeah, for the rest of the country. For the 50% of the nation's agriculture or produce comes from California. So 80% of our water is used for 50% of the nation's so is food. that a true stat or a Martin stat? This is a uh, Huff Post <laughs> and I, I think know it actually is. Uh, Mother Jones and, and LA Times did some uh, stories and stuff on it. Uh, so it's not just California. Like when you're in, uh, when you throw food away and you live in Ohio, you're, you're destroying, you're killing our water. Thank you. The, for, it, exactly. For it. Those fucking Ohioans, 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 something like that. Uh, but beef, uh, beef is the worst. Beef is the worst meat. It's uh, like 160 gallons per ounce of beef. Ah, but beef is so yummy. Beef is yummy. But uh, again. But that doesn't all come out of California. Beef is everywhere. Beef is everywhere, but uh, there is beef produced in California, and it takes 160 gallons of water for every ounce of beef in California. So we need to have... The point is, is like beef is an easy product that can be moved the fuck out of California. Right? Like, why are we doing that? It it makes no sense. Well, it does make sense. We have sunshine. We have beautiful weather and great soil to grow things, and that's why they do it here. And I, I believe it makes happy cows. Uh, happy sunshine does make happy cows, <laughs> which makes the meat better, right? Um, so all tense up. So we need They're to not frozen like South Dakota a couple years ago, where they just died on the side of the road. Is that did that happen? Yeah, cows just like they people froze. went out. People went out as a joke to tip, and they tipped, and just never. <laughs> it's like being on Pluto. They just never shattered. came over. No, it did did happen. It's either last year or two years ago. The there was a freeze that came over that no rancher was expecting to be as bad as it was. They weren't able to get their cows to where they needed to be. Mm-hmm. So they end up just dying in the fields. Hmm. I think you're talking a little higher. On Sorry. The is that better? Well, the mic is lower. It's like down by your chin. So you either need to move Sorry. the mic. Yeah. Um, there you go. Hey, I'm back. So you sound so much better now. New studio. Got to rearrange. That's stuff. right. It's it's we're working on it. Um, So because of uh, the California drought, uh, the uh, and they 
have been telling us that we need to cut back 25% on our lawn watering and showers and all of that. And I hear people, I, or I read people on Facebook talking about Navy showers and, um, you know, gray watering and putting a bucket in the shower with you so you can water your plants. I don't know. A Navy shower is a, essentially. It's an RV shower. You, you turn it on when you get wet and then the water goes off uh, and then you soap up and then, you know, you turn it on and rinse off. Yeah, same thing you do if you're in an RV. Uh, I actually resources. I have a fantastic idea for a product. Fucking fantastic idea for a product. Uh, you, you've been in um, commercial uh, places, commercial restrooms where you approach the sink and you put your hand under the sink and it automatically comes on when your hands are there to give you soap and to give you water. Yeah. Our showers, and this is such a simple adapter. Uh, it, there should be an adapter that goes right above the shower head that when you push it, you get one minute of water. I was just thinking about that shower today. I'm like, I was going to bring it up. I'm like, I, if you like have a two minute, you're supposed to have what do a two minute shower or something like that. You have a timer on it. Like my sprinklers are on that. I don't yeah, have a sprinkler sprinkler system. No, but I don't have a, I don't have a system. I have a thing that connects to my faucet uh-huh. that, that you put two AA batteries in. So it's right. a sprinkler system. It and, goes to a garden hose and connects. But the same thing on a shower. So that way it knows. You see the countdown. I got three minutes left on my shower. Here's what I got to do instead of sitting there and being going, oh, this water feels so good. Well, this would be you you get into the shower, you push the button, and it gives you one. I mean, you could keep pushing the button as much as you wanted. Sort of like the uh, before the electronic uh, sinks came along, you used to go in and you'd push the button on the sink in the commercial area, and then the water, it would flow out for a minute. So if you pushed it, you'd have a minute to get yourself wet and get your hair wet. Then you would it would go off automatically, and you would soap up, and then you'd push it, and you'd have a minute to then shower off. So it sounds perfect. This would be a simple, simple fucking thing to make. It's already been made. It's not. Like yeah, it already exists. It's, there's nothing. You, know, you just have nothing. to fit it for the smaller shower head. But so, well, no, half inch. It's just a half inch uh, pipe that comes out of the wall for most showers. Well, I know, but it's it's not the same as a spigot on the outside. Uh, so the wife and I started looking. No, yeah, it's, you would have to adjust it yeah. from spigot from the outside. So the wife and I started looking at other uh, shower head options. You know, two and a half gallons to get a nice spray to come out. Uh, I bought like eight different shower heads from Amazon so we could try them all out. And uh, this has given birth to a brand new uh, web series that'll be appearing on YouTube soon called uh, Shower, Shower, Showers. Ah, uh, Shower, the, Shower, Showers. The shower. show that is passionate about showers where we review shower heads. So I'm looking forward to that. Something I, I, to look I, out for in the future. And we also do a, or Deanna does a water-wise bit where she talks about how much water is used for like walnuts and tomatoes and how you should uh, cut back. All right. So it's going to have a PSA element, a review element. And, and who uh, doesn't want to learn about showers? Uh, that's a little known thing shower, that, shower, that all of us use daily. Daily, but we know nothing about. Right. So, so I, I'm in. I'm so, I'm, I'm ready to watch it. Speaking of your podcast, or not podcast, your video stuff. Yeah. So a buddy of mine uh, went to Costa Rica and be, uh, he just actually just I think he's on his plane right now on the way back. And did he watch my video? But on the way, he's he's like, <laughs> well, because he knows you. It's Brian. Brian in Houston. Oh, Brian went to Costa Rica. He went to Costa Rica, and he's like, so I was before this was like last week. So he's like, so I'm going through, you know, just kind of seeing the things I need to see in Costa Rica, blah right. blah, and, and you know, seeing some cool stuff. And all of a sudden, he saw this video, and I'm like, ah, I'm going to start watching this. He's like, wait a second, <laughs> that's Vince Indiana. So yeah, nice. he's he's pretty impressed about all that. He was like, oh my god, I know them, I know them. Uh, we just released our St. Martin video. It's doing really well. Um, Kauai does the most. That's, I think, up to like 76,000 hits. Is that the whale and all that? Um, yeah. yeah. But the uh, 
the Costa Rica video, there is one individual video that we did in La Fortuna. And Deanna takes a shower in that. And Deanna's bits are blurred. But that's up to like 170,000 views. And that was really what sparked the, maybe we should do a show (laughs) on showers. Apparently, Deanna in the shower is a popular topic for... So, yeah, shower, shower, showers. I think uh, I'm going to schedule them for June um, while we're in Europe. They'll start releasing. I already have a slate of videos that releases once a week now, all the way up till mid-June. I think we're going to shoot eight episodes of Shower, Shower, Showers. So that'll start in June and then have a weekly episode all the way through till August. All right. So you'll be... You'll be in Europe actually uploading these things. No, they're all. It's pretty cool on YouTube. You can actually upload everything and then schedule a delivery, schedule the date. Yeah, so everything's all uploaded for the current slate of videos, and then I'll continue to just try to keep a a stream of them. Then when we get back from Europe, hopefully I can bang out uh, our Chicago video and get that uploaded on there, and then I can start cutting Europe. And Europe's going to be fun. Europe's going to be, yeah. Europe's going to be, be, it's gonna be a lot of, lot I don't know. Have you done much research to see like what there is to see and things to do? I'm going, I'm, I'm flying by the seat of my pants to see what happens. Um, I started doing research to see what we could, what there was to do and see. And, and uh, a lot of it, which Deanna and I aren't really interested in, but a lot of it you have to pay for. Like we're interested in going to see Big Ben but there's a Big Ben tour that takes you inside Big Ben and tells you all sorts of stuff about Big Ben. It's like $40. Or you can stand outside and watch the clock and, and look, on, look on Wikipedia. And that's the part that, we, that we're, we just care about. Let's just go see Big Ben. There's like a two-tower bridge. I think the, the tour of the two-tower bridge is like 100 bucks. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, see, I, I felt like I saw London pretty good by just having my Oyster card, which is your... How much was that? Oh, it it just depends on how much. I forgot what it is. It's it's the um, the tube. Oh, okay. That's all. It I is. thought it's this was like you, a city pass thing. No, it's just like you put money onto the this, and they do have the the red buses. I guess you can stop and get off and whatever. Uh huh. But a lot of the stuff, you can just jump on the oyster or jump on the tube through your oyster card, which you just tap it, and after so many, I forgot what it is. Maybe it's like service. For example, ten dollars your max. Right. After you hit that ten dollar point, you're still riding it. Yeah. And you still go for free. Um. Oh, I see. Because they won't, you won't max out after ten dollars. You don't have to keep paying after. Which is just an example. I don't know what the oyster is right now. I keep. I need to lift this thing up. I think. Um, maybe. Maybe. Do you need a moment? No, it's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, he's adjusting his mic. I am. Excuse me a second here. Time and temperature: three oh four. That's right. Seventy nine degrees. Uh, I'll, I'll work on this in a, in a minute. Maybe we should do traffic. Oh yes. Is <laughs> it? Uh, wow, there's an accident at the 5 and the 134 right now. <laughs> Imagine that. Everybody hug the right-hand side. Um, so, so anyway, there's there's a lot of shit that you, that you got to pay for, which, well, one, okay, here's something that I found out. I was, I was Googling and trying to figure out what there was to do. Uh, I, I looked at a video of the changing of the guard. Now, I thought changing of the guard on TV has always been depicted to me, and this is what I thought the changing of the guard was is that there is one guard standing there and you can't get him to laugh. Uh, you know, he, he's very, whatever, straight-faced. And every a couple hours, another guard just marches out and, like, in some sort of formation, they change places. And there would be, like, I don't know, six to ten people standing around, maybe trying to make him laugh and then move on. The video that I saw 
It's like the fucking mainstream electrical parade at Disneyland. It is. I've seen it. And when I was there last, I saw it. I there's, just happened to be at the, at the same time they do it. It's marching and there's ropes and there's like thousands of people. There's the band that goes off. There's, yeah, it's all the stuff. And repeatedly things that I saw, videos I saw in, in London involved Disneyland style crowds. It's not even like walking Hollywood Boulevard tourism. It's like Disneyland. Like there's just fucking thousands of people well, everywhere. It's Buckingham Palace, which is a tourist spot. There's a huge park. An insane to tourist spot, apparently. Yeah. Like like Disneyland tourists. It is. It's in the center of London. So you have uh, a lot of the stuff that happens there that you can go see. You know, the Winston Churchill Memorial Museum and stuff like that. All that stuff is around there. Parliament, I believe, is around there also. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just happened to walk through there. Oh, look, there it is. It moved on. Um, yeah. I, well, I imagine that we'll actually watch it because I'll probably videotape it to turn it into a new YouTube video. Um, depending on, I think it's only like 20 minutes, but you got to fucking get there and stand there. Uh, the other thing that I noticed is everybody is wearing pants and windbreakers. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, my, I don't know if you saw the photos of me in Europe for the Olympics, but it was, there's raining, there's gray days. I usually had to carry something around because was Wales as bad. Oh yeah. It's at the same, it's at the same latitude or longitude latitude as like Seattle is. So you get this kind of the same weather patterns. See my, my packing involved like five pairs of shorts. And like two well, pairs like of it jeans. It wasn't super cold, but you might want to wear, you know, if you wear shorts and a, a hoodie or something like that, or something that's waterproof, you'll be okay. Uh, okay. Cause I don't know. Now I'm re I'm rethinking my packing that I might need I to bring know. some more pants, maybe some cargo pants. So I have some additional pockets and I don't know. Um, and Vince offered his car. So we have a car. Cool. Uh, there I, are, and I have a friend in Ireland who offered us a place to stay in Ireland. I, okay. Uh, Oh, that's across. That's the yeah. Wait a minute. That's the one that we have to cross the river. Yeah. I actually don't think we're gonna go. I was. Here's the thing. I I googled a lot. I found a lot of things to do in Wales. Um, there's like this eco. Um, what the fuck? Do I, uh, an eco town that actually has like domes over the town that's in south the south portion of Wales. That looks pretty interesting. They go visit. Um, there, it's like an eco test town. Literally, how the town's under domes. Um. I there's what the hell else in Wales? Oh, there's the smallest house in Wales. There's the town with the longest name. Uh, oh, there's these burial sites, which I originally thought was Stonehenge, but they take these uh, rocks that weigh tons and they're huge, and they build like a, the like three of them form a pyramid that then a fourth one goes on top, and then they cover it with dirt, and it became a burial chamber, and you can see the rocks without the burial chamber and then you can see or without the dirt all over them. And then you can see actual burial chambers where people are buried. Important part here is these things are free. Uh, <laughs> we like that. What caught me on this where, where I was like, Oh, I got to see that is the burial chamber. The mound is to represent the, uh, well, the, the chamber is to represent the woman's, uh, womb and the mound is her pubic mound. And at that point, I was like, oh, we have to enter the woman's vagina. <laughs> right. This is going to be epic. That's be a great video. Um, but, and I started certain we searching. We at the same time. Are we going to be twins? You can fit a lot of people inside that woman's womb. Uh, I started certain searching Scotland for things to do. The only thing that I could find that would really interest uh, Deanna and I is Nessie and then 
Uh, you can go see uh, the, the train that's used in a lot of movies, Harry Potter, most famously. Uh, there's like this beautiful bridge that in Harry Potter, the Hogwarts train comes across. Uh, but it's used you, when you look at it, it's used in tons of movies. And that's also free to see. But I couldn't find anything else like most of the it's we're supposed to be pretty right i mean the whole thing pretty. is pretty yeah but i mean we don't give a shit about scottish history to go figure out like what king did what unless it's like fucking king arthur or something like that and then i looked at ireland and i mean there's the blarney stone and a couple of things like that but for the most part I'm jameson like, whiskey there's like five things to do in ireland and i'm like well i don't know that we're going to take a boat and like fucking try and you have a place to stay for free now but try and find a place to stay for these five things so uh, I, well it, it depends on how much it is because i'm curious to go just say you've gone and you know, stamp yeah, your passport exactly i'd be curious to go for that reason as well but I mostly here in ireland mostly i've found that like there's just a lot of history that I don't give a shit about. Like unless it's Shakespeare, we'll go into there and I care about that because it's Shakespeare. I think Deanna found the place, the birthplace of uh, King Arthur. Um, but you know, I mean, it's their history. It's not my history and it's not popular. Like I'm interested in pop culture shit. Like I like the train from Harry Potter or Nessie or an eco tourist place. Or, is of Nessie course, still pop culture? Or is that just kind of dead? Like, does anyone talk about her anymore? Nobody talks about Nessie, but I think it's fun. I mean, it's something from our childhood that's fun. Uh, I just watched Despicable Me 2. Despicable Me 2. And uh, one of the characters was the Chiquita Banana, or the uh, whatever, the Charo with the Uh. fucking thing on her head. And I thought, who? Like, this is for my parents. Like, (laughs) people in my gender, I barely know what this is. And then they had Isaac from The Love Boat. And I recognize that, but I was like, wow, man. I mean, that's fucking way out there. So I imagine there's a few people out there who knew Nessie. He was our purser. No, Isaac was the bartender. Sorry. Yeah, he was bartending and he had Isaac's fro. It was straight up. I don't know if Deanna recognized it, but I immediately (laughs) was was like, that's the love boat. They're mocking (laughs) the love boat right now. Um, So anyhow, and then uh, when we crossed the pond, uh, we cross into Belgium and uh, Belgium chocolate, which I looked into as well. Yeah. Uh, it's like a fucking hundred dollars for a four or six hour tour where we get to make chocolates at the end. And I was like, I don't want to pay a hundred dollars to, I mean, making a chocolate sounds pretty cool, but I don't want to make pay a hundred bucks for this. And I don't want chocolate. I don't want to learn about chocolate history. Little little Wilton's things and made chocolate for, (laughs) yeah, you've done it at home. Uh, don't need to spend a hundred dollars on that, but there are, I would like to eat the chocolate though. I'd rather spend my money and eat some chocolate. That's what I said. I was, I, I was talking to Deanna and I said, well, I don't give a shit about chocolate history. I'm pretty sure if we go to Hershey, Pennsylvania, you can like, I think you can tour Hershey probably for free. You could tour well, there's Hershey park out there. There's an amusement park, Hershey park. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, I was like a hundred bucks. There are more, there are more chocolate, uh, businesses in, uh, Belgium, they're, they're whatever, densely populated. There are more there than per capita than any place else. And Belgium is smaller than the state of Maryland. So I said, well, for $100 each, and this is $100 a person, so it's $300 between the three of us. We could just like visit some little shops and buy some chocolate. And, and probably make some with them. And the shop owner will probably just kind of give us some history and we'll be done with that. Right. <laughs> like, so, uh, that sounds like my way of going. Right. Like That's I mean, what I want to do. A lot of the stuff is I want to be with the locals. Like a lot of the tourist stuff, I, it's cool to see, I guess, but I'm not, yeah. I'd, I'd rather just kind of hang out with the locals and see how they live. Yeah. We're not really into the tourist. Yeah. The tour, we're not into paying for tourist shit. Um, 
I guess we're going to have to pay to go to the Louvre to see the painting. And I don't know if you have to pay to go to the catacombs. I'm sure you do. Yeah. I'm not going to lie you. There's a couple of things that are, well, museums in London, I found out, uh, whatever county owned or state owned museums are free. Very cool. So there are some museums we could visit, but again, it gets to the point of like, I don't give a shit about this stuff. Like, right? It's nice to look at. But like you said, you know, even the Mona Lisa, I've seen what the Mona Lisa looks like. Have I seen it up close and personal? No. No. And I feel bad that I haven't. Not really. No, but we're going to be there. I'm well, going to go. I'm going to go in the Louvre to say, yes, I've been in the Louvre. I've been in the Louvre and I am saw I gonna the Mona Lisa. Say, yeah, am I going to stand around 10, 15 minutes saying, ooh, that's the Mona Lisa? I'll be like, oh, there, yeah, it, is. there it is. And we'll move on. Here's my plan for the Mona Lisa or the Mona Lisa video. Uh, I've, I want to buy some Mona Lisa stamps from, YouTube, or from uh, eBay. And then take a video where I hold the stamp up next, you know, because you're 20 feet away and it's small, but you could then hold the stamp up in front of the camera and it'd be the same size as the actual Mona Lisa (laughs) to be like, this was a total waste that we spent to come here. Um, So anyway, that's, that's the Europe trip. We're going to Europe soon. That we are. And it's going to be a blast and it's, there'll be a video, which will, will be a lot of fun. There'll be a lot of videos. We're there for like five weeks. And then, so, and then, you know, then you'll see me die at the or, or in the hospital at the end. Probably. Um, I just got some pop chips. <laughs> oh, is it, is it commercial time? A lot about snack food. Pop chips. <laughs> time and temperature. 80 degrees. <laughs> 315. Um, well, we can see we sneak into stuff. Uh, like what? I don't know. There's always a way to sneak into something, though. I don't know. Well, what, I don't know. I don't know either. But I don't know. There's got to be something. I don't know what there. I mean, I just don't know what there is to sneak into. I don't know, maybe we'll make some Fox press badges and just. <laughs> it just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's got to be some kind of. As I was saying about a do. museum, even if we snuck into a museum, the Louvre, whatever, we'll go there. But um, I walk Hollywood Boulevard every day and I see people taking pictures of stars. And in today's day and age, I'm always like, and they don't take a picture of themselves with the star, they just take a picture of the star. And I'm like, you know, you could find a better version of that on Google. I think that a lot too. I don't, I don't take a lot of photos of things anymore because I'm like, if I want it, I can find it. Cause I, how many times? Right. Like, I have like 400 photos on my phone. How many of those photos do I actually look at? Uh, probably not many. Yeah, it looks like maybe five or ten. Like, you'll say something like, oh, yeah, I just went to Parker, you know, did Topak Gorge. Hey, check it out. This is what it looked like. Well, that's why you keep the, uh, the 400 but, photos but, there. But there's so. a lot of them. Like, I'm not going to show you this one or this one because that one's a boring one. Even if it's Topak Gorge, I'm like, yeah, it was an okay one. Oh, I almost, are better. I almost automatically delete those. I go through and I delete the bad ones and then I keep the good ones in case something comes up. Um, but that's true. And I pretty much just take photos or video if I'm in it or Deanna's in it or whatever. I don't, if no one's in it, I don't fucking care. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't really matter unless it's like a performance, like the changing the guards or something like that. And I'm making a video of it, but otherwise no. Um, cool. Anyway, you want to hear, uh, well, actually before I go into that, uh, workout, Workout. Now I'll tell you about Leslie's pool. Floor. This is great. Right now it's three oh seven, and it is. No, it's not. It is three seventeen, and it's uh, <laughs> sorry, I was just going three seventeen. Well, I wasn't and sure. Eighty three degrees. It's uh, seventy seven degrees outside. What? My. <sighs> you have eighty three. Well, you, you're and, probably uh, looking in Santa Clarita. No, it probably is because I didn't have my. Uh, you have to do the temperature of where we are right now. Well, Parker Strip is ninety one for those listening in Parker. Uh, let's see what else do I have. I'm trying to get to my local location, uh, but it's not. I, uh, it's uh, not. The 101 is slow, right around the 405. Newhall is 75. Cincinnati, 65 with light rain. 
So I walk Hollywood Boulevard every day and I walk up uh, the 13 flights of stairs to get to the 16th floor that I work on every day. Do you flail your arms every once in a while just to keep some people away from you? My buddy in uh, when he was li- when oh to he, act like an idiot. When my act- buddy was in, living in New York, and he his apartment was near Central Park, and he'd be like, you know, if I had to work late at night and I was walking home, and he's and it looked kind of sketchy. He'd be like, I'd just start talking to myself and start flailing flailing my arms around. He's like, no one ever bothered me. Yeah, totally makes sense. <laughs> totally makes sense. Um, if someone starts talking, it, it's so fucking weird. If you're quiet and just walking along, even if you look like a total vagrant, you don't bother me. But the moment that you start speaking or speaking to me or like you're singing or whatever, I feel threatened. I'm like, oh my God, he's fucking crazy. This guy's fucking, he's going <laughs> right? to fucking kill us all. And it's probably the quiet one that I need to worry about. But yeah, I mean, everyone, be- yeah, I, my friends always come, oh, let's go to Hollywood. They come out here. I want to see Hollywood Boulevard. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> You, you really don't. Um, even people who start singing to you, I'm like, I feel threatened. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't. What does this mean? I'm afraid you, of this person. You make me uncomfortable in my bubble. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get away from me. Stay away from me. Don't sing. Um, no, I uh, I walk during the day, so it's not. There's not much to be threatened by. I mean, they're they're there, but whatever. Uh, anyway, we walk. Uh, or I walk this <clears throat> 13 flights of stairs every day, and uh, this personal trainer. Uh, a friend of mine that I usually walk him with is Jamie and she was telling the personal trainer, he was in the office, friend of a friend, doesn't matter, uh, that she, she was like, yeah, we walk the stairs three times a day. We now walk it three times a day. Uh, every morning when we both get to work, which is different times, we walk up the stairs after lunch, we walk up the stairs and then, uh, I have to go down and get my keys in the evening from the parking attendant. So usually she goes with me and we do a stair walk, walk all the way down, walk all the way up, you know, burn a hundred calories or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, anyway, she's telling him, she's like, yeah, I walk, I walk the stairs three times a day. And in typical, you know, fucking trainer douchebag fashion, he's like, next week you should do it four times a day. And like, it's such brilliant. Yeah. It's such a fucking trainer thing to say. And then it's like in the week after five times a day and then six times a day. And then once you're doing it all day, then it's time to change it up because your body's gotten used to it. And it's time to do a different workout. And I'm like, these fucking douchebag, you know, fucking trainers. And I, I started thinking about Deanna does these exercise videos and they tell you, they give you the, they give you this bullshit of like, Oh, you have to change it up. And I've heard this over and over. Who the hell is calling you? And how's your phone not off? Uh, it's heaven right now. Oh, do you want to answer it? Uh, no, it's just a text. No, it's just a, uh, hey, do you want to talk to heaven? See what's up with heaven? I don't know. We're going to talk about a trainer. (laughs) So personal trainers are always telling you, yeah, you have to change it up. Your body gets used to it. You have to change it up and go to something different. You can't eat the same thing. You have to change it up. And I'm thinking, you know, the only reason that they tell you to change it up is because if they just tell you that sit-ups and push-ups will get you to the body that you need, you don't need them. That's true. There's a guy on a... And that lines the other day was talking about these, like, you know, all these guys and all this stuff, they tell you you have to get this and you have to be in the gym and you have to do this. He says, who's the most uh, built people in America? Probably the guys in the prison. What do they have to work out with? (laughs) Absolutely nothing. Yeah. These are the guys that are probably the most built, most, most in shape people. And professional athletes, like if uh, Helen Jenkins, who competes in the Olympics, good friend of yours. I am willing to bet she does not change up her routine that much. 
She cycles because that's what she's got to be endure at. She runs. She swims. These are the three things that she has to do. I don't imagine that she's like, oh, my body is used to cycling. Today I need to do wacky jacks. (laughs) Right. Burpees today. Professional athletes do the same fucking thing over and over so they can turn, they can, uh, whatever, hone their skills. That is how you get better by doing something over and over. Yeah, it's not by doing something different. And these fucking douchebag and they invent shit. These fucking douchebag trainers invent shit. What is a burpee? Like you know what a burpee is. Deanna knows what a burpee. I'm sure listeners do. I don't need the explanation from you. But burpees didn't fucking exist 20 years ago. They suck is what they do. They suck, but it's like some personal trainer was just like fucking push-ups and sit-ups are not enough. How do I like they lie around and they're like, we need to invent something that we can then turn into an exercise video and try and get people to do this shit and tell them. And here's the other thing. They create a video. They stand there in the video with six people behind them. You paid $50 for the video. They look professional. They look healthy, which, oh, by the way, they didn't lose 100 pounds. All these fucking trainers, it's genetic. They've looked this way their entire fucking lives. And they have six people behind them that are doing this new burpee thing. And then you believe, oh, these are those burpees are the way to success. P90X, this is going to make Hell me yeah. thinner. 90 is, days. Absolutely. I do burpees. So, you know, I'm talking to Jamie about this and she's talking about the trainer. And I'm sitting there saying they just fucking invent shit. Like they're sitting there. They'll be on the ground and they'll try and figure, okay, if I could now just fucking kick myself in the head, then I can teach people how to do this and make them think, oh, because this hurts, I'm going to become healthier. This is going to be fantastic. That's right. I'll, I'll plank this way. But what if I lay, raise one arm? Exactly. This Superman. I hear fucking Deanna does these videos. Superman, banana, Superman, <laughs> banana. What the fuck is Superman, banana? I come home that night. I shit you not. I walk in but the door. But she's in good shape, isn't she? Yeah, so she's in pretty Superman, good shape. banana works. She's in pretty good shape. I walk in the door and Deanna is doing this funky fucking thing. Like when I walk in, she, she does these little dances sometimes for me is, you know, I laugh and we enjoy them. Um, and she's doing this funky fucking thing. And I'm like, what is that? What are you doing? She's like, they're called wacky jacks. I'm like, holy shit. This is proving my point about burpees from today. What the fuck so, is a wacky jack? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> like I, all the time that I was in school, it's sit ups, put ups, push ups, so jumping wacky. jacks. Someone watched some kid who has no coordination whatsoever. <laughs> some autistic kid. Dude, I'm going to call that a wacky jack and we're going to make something out of it. <laughs> That's it, awesome. It became a fucking P90X <laughs> or turbo jam or whatever it is that she does. And, the, the flavor of the week. The bullshit they feed us. But it, it, it's totally true. I, uh, well, don't eat carbs. You'll lose weight. Of course I'll lose weight. You're right. If I'm not eating certain things. I was talking to a, a relative about foods to eat. And I was, you know, I eat basically the same. Food. I eat, have the same breakfast every day. I try to eat uh, grilled chicken for lunch. And I have some sort of grilled chicken salad for dinner. And she's like, yeah, but doesn't your body get used to it? Don't you need to change it up? No. No, the the idea that we need a different meal every time we sit down is fucking ridiculous. My dogs seem to be doing okay, and they've been eating the same thing for the past, I don't know, 10 years? Exactly. I mean, once in a while, I'll mix it up. Ooh, lamb versus chicken. Right. (laughs) But it's chicken and rice, lamb and rice, whatever. But 40-pound bag, I know they're thinking, yay. Food is fuel. You do not need that new Carl's Jr. burger. You don't need it. You don't? Mm Mm-mm. But then I can't look like her? Yeah. (laughs) It's a brilliant marketing. I love their marketing. And oh, I stopped and watch I watch, it. Exactly. That and, car, and uh, Jack in the Box. 
the munchy thing, meals who are munchy meals really yeah, made for yeah fucking stoners <laughs> they were jack in the box was just like let's tap into the stoner market we're open 24 hours anyway let's do it you know they have friends they'll yeah exactly serve breakfast 20 oh there's another one this one i just learned about uh you know mcdonald's they have the McRib. They're like, for a limited, back for a limited time, we're testing the McRib in this market or we're testing this new sandwich yeah. in this market. Every six months it comes back. <laughs> what is the one thing that everybody has wanted from McDonald's since the day McDonald's started serving it? The Egg McMuffin. Breakfast all fucking day. Right. And how hard is it? How hard is it? Like, do you don't use a different grill. When you say, oh, we already put breakfast away, it's in the same fucking freezer that you're grabbing burgers <laughs> okay. from. It's an, it's an egg. I mean, and a sausage patty. You're trying to figure out what to sell people, like what you a McRib. I don't want a McRib. I want a fucking McGriddle. Like the idea that you figured out how to infuse syrup inside of a pancake and then put a sausage between it is amazing. Now let me have it at four o'clock in the afternoon. That's right, and get my calorie intake for the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true too. But they are fucking good. <laughs> McGriddles are, are so good. Uh, so they started testing test market of breakfast all day in San Diego. And how's it working out? I'm sure it's working out good, but I don't know why you need a test market. Yeah, pretty sure it's going to work out. The test market was simply when Jack in a box and they're catering to stoners are just like, I think stoners would like breakfast 24 hours a day. Why don't we serve it to them right? 24 hours a day? You go to Jack in a box and you get breakfast any time in the day. What? They what? don't have to change anything over. It's not a big no, hassle. No, it's so fucking crazy. So, uh, so yeah, breakfast, breakfast all day. Stone. Oh, Carl's Jr. commercials. The weird thing about those is I don't watch them because like the hot girl stops me, but I don't gawk at her. I more so marvel at the idea that a hot girl is eating this messy sandwich. And they're huge. I, uh, I've they're never fun. been to a Carl's Jr. and seen a sandwich that big. Gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might pay the eight dollars that that burger actually cost, but actually was that big. It and, looked like the picture. And they somehow f figure out like how could we infuse more calories into this, right? Um, the and, make, and make a hot girl eat it. The Victoria's Secret commercials I will stop at and watch to gawk at the girls. The Carl's Jr. I just more so just marvel at like what brilliant marketing. They're like sex sells. Fuck it, let's take this all the way to the extreme. Right, I don't know, like uh, Kate Upton, love Kate Upton, but I'm so tired of seeing Game of War commercials and ads. All Is over. that who she? I I was like, hey, yeah. this, I see those all the time when I'm playing. Uh, I'll be her hero any day of the week. I play but solitaire. I'm tired of seeing her all the time. Solitaire and game or words with friends. Words with friends. Like, that commercial comes up constantly. Yeah. So much so that that Deanna was telling me recently that she was thinking about buying the game just to see if it was any good, and I was like, fuck, their advertising worked. <laughs> they just right? showed it to you so many times that over you're like, maybe I should buy this. Over, I didn't know that was Kate Upton. It is. Um, that's like that's a slim down, heavily touch Kate Upton. Then you think it's slim down? You haven't seen her like riding the horse, watching her boobs move back and forth. I mean, you can slow it down. Yeah, but the frappening pictures that I showed, you can slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> really? How do you do that? I said, hmm. Huh? I'm amazed that you know that. Um, the frappening pictures of her showed her being pretty thick, but I guess she could lose the weight. Well, could she's happen. wearing all that armor stuff. Like it's not, I, I don't know. I, I don't think she looks like super skinny in that. In the, in the ads that are in, uh, the, uh, games, she looks almost Barbie dollish. Let's the girl almost looks Barbie dollish. Hmm. Yeah. Pull it up. Let's show it to the people. I'm going to show it to the people to see what, see what they think. Keep up it. Wait a second. 77 degrees, 329. <laughs> all right. 
Um, uh, <clears throat> Game of War video. I'm just trying to see if she's skinny, but I'm... Uh, well, let's just see if we can find some... I, you guys can probably do this at home. <laughs> this is an at-home game, folks. And time of temperature, 329. Read them, read them the entire URL. HTTP <laughs> colon slash slash www. Uh, so- I mean, that, th- this one, I guess, when she's on the horse, she looks pretty skinny. But I... I the Yeah. I didn't know who she was. She started, she has a beautiful face, um, and I, and that's why they use her as a spokesmodel. Yeah, because she's beautiful. So uh, I have a swimming pool. You do? When did that happen? At um, like six years ago. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe that's where you go on vacation, right? If I'm if I'm every correctly. Saturday, I try to vacation in the pool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in December, Give that up for me. For is that one of the frappening photos? Oh, no, nice, it's just, it's nice cleavage cute. there, but the audience can't see it. I, I know. That's, it's for me. You want to read them the URL? <laughs> This is just for me. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Anyway, I have a uh, I have a swimming pool, and uh, back in December, I got a coupon from Leslie's Swimming Pool Supplies. Uh, they have these uh, floats that Deanna likes that are a hundred dollars each. They're like one inch thick. It's like a like a thick yoga mat. Oh um, yeah, like the, they used to be like the unsinkable. You, you swell, no, Marley. not the unsinkable Marley Brown. These oh, they're are like the ones that you can you can buy for boats now. Like you hang them out on the water. Yes, and so, people like five people can sit around and play on them or whatever. Sort of, yeah. It's a spongy. It's triple dipped in vinyl and yes, it's closed cell pretty phone. Expensive, yeah, they're they're a hundred dollars a piece. So they had they had them on sale. Leslie's brand, two for a hundred bucks. Buy one get one free. So I. I was like, all right. I went in December, the coldest month of the year. They're, you know, they're least busy. And I bought them and brought them home and left them in the box. And two weeks ago, I opened one up and Deanna used it. And it's supposed to be triple dipped in vinyl. And the vinyl was missing in one section. You could see that it just like maybe, I don't know, the size of a silver dollar. It, people have no concept of what a silver dollar is. That's, That's right. like huh? three times the size of a quarter. <laughs> Anyway, uh, a little bit smaller than the opening of a or the top of an aluminum can. <laughs> sure, there you go, top of an aluminum can. Uh, anyway, so I said, all right, I'll just take it back. So I go into Leslie's with the box, with the you know, with all the packaging, I've got everything, and uh, you know, I was like, I want to exchange this. I don't want a refund. I want to exchange this. And the manager says, Do you have a receipt? No, no, I don't have a receipt. I don't keep receipts. Uh, and he says, well, receipt needs, we need a receipt, uh, if it's over 14 days old. And I was like, well, it should be, in, or actually I started with, it should be in the computer. You guys have a computer. Look me up. You found my solar cover and other things like that in the computer. They look me up and then he comes back and he's like, yeah, it only keeps it for 14 days. And I was like, all right, so, uh, what do we do? And he's like, you know, you, you either, if you had the receipt, that would be fine. And I'm looking at the box and it's, it's made. It's got Leslie's fucking name on it. I mean, right? it's, it's a Leslie's product. What happens after fourteen days? Does everything just disintegrate. And I like said, it doesn't go to a database somewhere. We'll get there. <laughs> and I said, uh, I said I bought these back in December. Did Leslie's actually expect me to go home and open these up in December and use them? And his response: Well, some people heat their pools. We don't know if you're going to use them. And I was like, it's your coldest month out of the year. The reason they were buy one, get one free is because no one's in here buying anything. <laughs> right. Let's and, get people in. and I was like, look, man, I get it. I understand. Now, Leslie's a friend of my dad's. My dad was in the swimming pool industry uh, and a guy that he's 
started out with when uh, he was 18 years old. Uh, Fred worked at Leslie's and was the manager of my local Leslie's up until recently. Uh, Fred now works in another swimming pool store, but I found out from Fred that uh, the reason that he no longer works at Leslie's is because Leslie's doesn't want to pay the high prices of managers that they've had for a long time. We're in a day and age where people learn how to take care of their pools online. They don't need an expert. Uh, Leslie's, you know, if you bring in a part and it has a number on it, you look it up, you can order it, you can order it from Amazon. You really don't need an educated manager anymore. You just need someone who can manage a Starbucks or a McDonald's, someone who's responsible enough to not steal. So it's in, I get it. It's in Leslie's best interest to not pay Fred, uh, you know, his manager salary, fire him and hire some kid to come in. Who's just a, a button pusher. So that's essentially what this is. This manager is not the guy that I bought my $1,500 pump from, you know, two years ago, uh, or knows anything about what, you know, a fucking Purex Triton filter is never even heard of <laughs> that's one. That's right. Huh? What? We have those? Yeah, exactly. Look it up. So he's just following the numbers. And I say to him, like, look, man, I understand there's policy. It's 14 days. That's fine. Uh, if you want, if I'll just call corporate, I'm sure once I call corporate, corporate will just give me one, you know, and I, I explain to him what's what. And he seemed to take that. Now the store is busy. He's, I could tell that he took that as, you know, a bit of a threat. And I was very calm the entire time. I'm just like, Hey man, it's cool. Whatever. I, I have no problem. I'll just call corporate. It's fine. I'm not like, I'll, threatening them. I'll call corporate on you. I'm like, I'm sure corporate will just go ahead and replace it. Yeah, that's right. I I just want my raft. Yeah. I just want to trade. I want to exchange the raft. That's got your brand on it that you can't get anywhere else. So I don't know. Like, it's not like I could have bought this at Best Buy and I'm trying to return it and refund it here. Um, but I get your policy and he's like, you know, if you had a receipt and he said, look, if I take this back from you, that means I end up having to eat it. And I look at him like shrugging. He's like, I know you don't care about that. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I don't care that, you know, it's about the customer. It's, it's your product. Right. Right. And, and then he says, okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go ahead and I'll exchange it, but I'm going to need to charge you a 15% restocking fee. And I looked at him and I just went, no, no, (laughs) I'm sorry. No, I'll I'll just call corporate. I'm not going to pay you 15%. That's no. And then he's, and I could see him now. He's like defeated. And he says, and all right, fine. I'll go ahead and I'll do it for you. But next time, keep your receipt. And I know that this is his moment of saving grace. And, you know, he's just trying to somehow save face and win the argument or whatever. And I know that if I call corporate, I'm going to get one. And I just was so worked with that. And I was like, no, no. Instead of just going along with it, I'm like, no, um, we live in a day and age of computers and you guys print shitty receipts that disintegrate. It's printed on fax paper. It disintegrates after a month anyway. Like the day of keeping receipts doesn't exist anymore. So no, I'm not going to keep my receipts. And he says, well, if you were trying to return something at Target, you'd have to have your receipt. And I was like, no, actually you don't. My Target red card keeps track of all of my purchases. Uh-huh. And if I come back a year later, they know what I fucking bought. Like I can go into Lowe's with my American Express and they know that it was bought on this American Express. You don't need a receipt for anything today. So even then I still argued with him and he went ahead and he gave it to me. And there was other customers in the store, but I'm like, it wasn't so much of like, I'm not going to let you win. It was like, and I've been going to Leslie's for 20 years and I'm going to continue going to Leslie's. This isn't going to end it. But this dude is thinking, 
I'm going to be a company man. I'm going to do what's best for the company. And, uh, you know, you need a receipt for 14 days. What's best for the company is the guy who's been a 20-year customer. Spent $1,500 on On a pump just one time. (laughs) But you don't need a receipt. All you need to do is exchange it for me and then tell corporate that the one that you opened up to put on display was fucked up. Right. That's all you need to do. You don't need to explain anything else to corporate and keep the customer happy. I'm not trying to gouge you for anything under the sun. I'm exchanging something that is, you know, from your company. So I just thought it was ridiculous that, and, and they have computers. It's not like they were, if they were sitting there in their fucking handwriting receipts, right? You have a computer that deliberately deletes my purchases after 14 days. I know somewhere Leslie's has those on file. Absolutely. Because those analytics are worth money these days. Right? They know I bought a pump. They know what fucking floats I buy so they can target market to me. Mm. Don't delete them out of the machine after 14 days and be like, oh, we can't find what you purchased. Fucking douchebag. Was the other one okay? Uh, in the store, I so the manager was kind of pissed off at me. And there was another salesperson that was sort of involved in it. And the manager took off and went to the back of the store. And I looked at the other guy and I was like, so should I open it and look at it? And it was like, I would. And I, so I did. <laughs> and I looked at it and it was fine. It was really just a rarity um, for this to happen. And then I looked at the other salesman and I was like, well, he's back there. I, I'm Tell him thank you. I mean, I've been a customer here for a long time. I'm going to continue. But I know now this guy, the next time I come in, he knows me as the dick who, who did this to him and not the as the guy who bought, which by the way, that $1,500 pump that I bought, I bought in fucking November of that year as well. So I'm the guy who fucking keeps your job alive in the winter. Who's not just like, well, I'll wait until summer to do this. Right. Cause you could have bought it off Amazon or whatever. Well, I could have bought it elsewhere, but, and I don't know if I would have saved or anything, but I'm also like, I do shit to my pool in November and December when I know it's cheaper and I know they're dead. And I know I don't have to wait. Mm -hmm. Like if I have to fix something or replace something, I'll do it then as opposed to doing it in the middle of summer when you're backed up and they're busy. So I'm the guy who keeps them alive during the winter. And he's going to remember me as just being the prick with this. How long will he have his job though? Here's the other thing to this story. Uh, The particular Leslie's that I go to, you know, it's, it's over on Chatsworth. If you stand at their cash register and you look out their front window, there's another swimming pool store across the street. Right across the street, yeah. <laughs> a fully stocked <laughs> swimming pool store, A&R Pools, is across the street. Now, I get my chlorine already from A&R because they do returnables, and it's better for the environment. Leslie's doesn't do returnables. They just do disposables. So I get some stuff from each one of them. But you're literally trying to piss off a customer and all I have to do is go across the street and there's another fucking pool store. Right. And it's your product. Like you're crazy to, to be doing this to me. But, you know, that's... But it was cheaper for them. That's the stupid... But it was cheaper for Leslie's. Uh, cheaper for them to... Have that manager. Yes. As opposed to Fred. Yeah. And Fred would have immediately have just been like, mm, just take another one. Exactly. Yeah. Or can I keep that box and I'll send it back like I got it new? <laughs> I had brought the... I had everything. Well, but I would have... Like me, I would have taken the box... Like taking it out, said, here you go. Mm-hmm. You can keep your old box. I'm going to put this one in the new box and send it back as defective. Yeah. There's no reshit, no stock in anything. You don't, need, just... yeah, you don't need to say anything else. We yeah. opened it up. It was like this. Yeah. Got to go back. Yep. So there you go. That's my Leslie story. Young kids just aren't that smart, I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, the weird thing is, is like if you go to Star- Starbucks is really good about it. If you walked into Starbucks right now, didn't purchase a single thing, and simply told the guy at the counter that the last one you got at a Starbucks in Downey was shitty, 
they'll make you a drink for free. They'll just be like, because mm. they know that you'll be back. Yeah, this 15 cents of water that's been put through some fucking grounds is much better to keep the customer happy than right. than not. I've been in a Starbucks many times and just randomly mentioned, I've ordered my drink and then afterwards been like, yeah, the last time that I ordered this, they did this to it. And then someone has walked over to me and handed me a coupon that the next one is on us. I, you take care of your customers. That's great customer service. You will be back for that $2 that's, cup of coffee. That is the world we live in today. I was in Osh. Uh, they fully remodeled our Osh in Granada Hills. And as I'm paying, I'm looking over to the right. Whatever. It doesn't matter for the viewers. But if you're in that Osh in Granada Hills, uh, they have like this work area now where you can bring in scissors to be sharpened and your garden tools to be oh, sharpened. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. That's cool because I can buy everything on Amazon. What I can't buy is customer service and customer service, things you do for me and things you take care yeah. of me. That is where things get difficult on Amazon. And I looked at that and I was like, I have a pair of loppers that actually need sharpening. And I was trying to figure out how do I sharpen these fucking things? And I see everything else on the list and I'm like, you know what? And then one of these days I'm going to grab a box. I'm going to load it with a bunch of shit and I'm going to come to Osh and be like sharpen all this stuff. That's right. And while they're sharpening, what are you going to be doing? I'm going to shop. <laughs> right. Hmm. Speaking of the Amazon world, uh, Radio Shack, I don't know if you heard, is closing like 2,000 stores. I heard, yeah. So Radio Shack and Their new marketing Hills. campaign didn't work. What was the marketing campaign? Oh, they, they tried to remodel it. Well, what was it? The Was it last year they came back with something? The store that, I don't remember what it was, but they tried to remarket, rebrand it kind of as a new hipper type of thing. They uh, thought that was what was, ki that the kids just weren't it, coming in because they weren't fly enough? <laughs> right. Um, they're closing 2000 stores. One of those stores is Granada Hills, uh, which is next to my post office. I go to get my mail. I see that, you know, everything's 20 or 50% off. I figure, okay, I'll go in. I'll wander around and see if there's anything to buy. Um, I was thinking about getting these screen protectors for my phone. I had already looked them up on Amazon and a pack of three was nine ninety seven. in, uh, in radio shack, a single one was 1495. And then after I took the 20% off, I still paid more than the pack of three on Amazon. So I was like, well, that's ridiculous. I looked at a keyboard that was marked $39.95. And I was like, well, that's cheaper on Amazon. I looked at Bluetooth music adapters, which were $49.95. And I thought, all right, you know, I'm going to pay $49.59 if I bought it at Amazon or at Best Buy. But I would be able to return it. I would have a company that I could take <laughs> it back to. Right, yeah. I literally walked around the store and I, I felt bad initially. I was like, oh, it's so sad that Radio Shack's going away because it's been here my entire life. But then as I walked around the store, I'm like, this store is seen as day. It's fucking useless. I don't need a Radio Shack. There isn't. Very rarely. Specialized batteries is about it. Like you want them right away. If you want. Yeah. I need this fucking C22 battery right now. Otherwise. Yeah. They're, Otherwise, you're, you, you, don't, you don't need to go. And. I told you about shower, shower, showers. So I placed an order for two shower heads from Amazon Friday morning. Uh, I have Amazon prime. I don't know if this is why I, I assume it has something to do with it. It said, have them tonight by nine o'clock for $6 tonight. I had, I ordered them Friday morning at like 11 AM. I had them at seven o'clock at night on Friday from Amazon. How fucking crazy is that? I paid $6 and they brought them to me. They were delivered here by 
six o'clock at night, seven o'clock at night on Friday. That is pretty crazy. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> like, what do we need a radio show? You need a battery tonight. You can get one today for our be water wise segment of the show that we're doing. We need a walnut. Walnuts are out of season. I went to uh, whole foods. I went to sprouts. I went to smart and final. I went to Vons. I went to Trader Joe's. They're all out of season. I can buy walnuts on Amazon and have them delivered here by Tuesday without paying any additional. Prime will get them here by Tuesday. Prime is awesome. What is it, like 40 or 50 bucks a year? $80 or $100. It's $100 a year now. Um, but well worth it if you're going to be buying stuff like that. I do buy a lot of shit from Amazon. Anytime something comes up, uh, I use wish lists like crazy now. If I think of something that I want, what, it, what would happen Tag is it if, for later. Yeah, if I think of a $3 item or a part that I need, I put it in a wish list because I used to be like, okay, I need to wait until I've got a minimum of $25 or $35 so I could get the free shipping. Uh, but yeah, I throw things on wish lists. And then when I go to order something, I just add everything for my wish list on there. It's fucking fantastic. It is. I was just looking up the Radio Shack rebranding to see if there's any kind of mottos or anything like that. But it is listed as one of the uh, top 10 disasters of rebranding. Uh, 10 major, sorry, 10 major rebranding disasters that you should learn from. Um, Tropicana with their logo that went from a nice orange to the looks like generic. <laughs> okay. I don't even, I don't even, I'm not even aware of that. Yeah, it looks like, well, went from the orange with the straw on it to, it looks Again, like Again, we're, we're at photos that people <laughs> right, but can I'm see. Showing, I'm showing you that this was like a generic, 100% orange juice. Anyway. What were the other, no, we'll mention what the other disasters oh, were. Oh, geez. That's one of those of apps mind. that sucks though. It's like one of those, you got to. Absinthe? Apps that suck, like. When you're on the mobile phone, so you got to find the. Otherwise, it goes straight to all the um, the ads on the bottom. So now you got to find where the little oh where view the little, next the little arrow is. Yeah, yeah, that's very so, annoying. They right? are. So that's why I'm like, that's why I didn't. Oh, okay, fine. That's the only, that's the only, I'm, I clicked on it now. See if we happen to go somewhere. Uh, sci-fi text-friendly new name is slang word for syphilis. Awesome. <laughs> something you might want to know before you rebrand something that. Good. I guess. I guess, unless you want to be known as syphilis. Uh, let's see. That's the Tropicana one. All right. We're Time at, and temperature. Is that where we're at right now? Because yeah, it sounds like that's where we're going. We're at about an hour 10 anyway. So, uh, um, yeah, I guess uh, I'm Vince Roca. I'm Michael Hutchinson. For more on the show, visit getconvinced.com. <laughs>